Hey, what's going on? It's Michael Yo. Welcome to the Michael Yo Show. Man, I've been out a month. I appreciate all you guys watching. Uh, make sure you download the podcast to get caught up. Uh, whew, I tell you, it was a crazy month. A really, really crazy month. But uh, I made it. I made it. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Uh, before I start, I got to bring in my good friend. I want to bring in my good friend, Michael Anoche. What's up, bro? Yeah, yeah, I made it. I made it. You made it, dude. And 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 you know what? What Again, against all odds? You know, you were the underdog, and you came out on top, dude. It was. I, I was mean, an underdog. You, you know what I mean? Because I had pneumonia and Corona, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I didn't even know what pneumonia I, I can't even imagine what that's even like just that alone I, I felt like that alone is enough to put someone in the hospital well pneumonia by itself yeah. kills like I, some crazy number of people a year and then i think what happened was i was in new york for a little while but i don't think i got it in new york i flew back to los angeles but as soon as i landed i had to uh go to las vegas and then I got back from Las Vegas and then I had three auditions. So I had to go in for three auditions. So somewhere in between. And plus, my body was just beat up. Maybe. You know, I was, maybe. I, was I mean, I, mean you, I, I guess the one thing they don't know, you don't know when you contracted it, right? Like, No, no, I don't. But I feel like I got it towards the end because, you know, when look, as a comic, you travel a lot, right? Yeah. And your body just gets beat up so much. And your immune system is down. And I think I got it towards the end after the, maybe the last audition or something like that. I was just tired from traveling and running around and stressed out about these auditions. And I think my immune system was weak. I was stressed. Corona got in there, created pneumonia or vice versa. And man, <clears throat> it was bananas, dude. It was, uh, I felt something coming on. So I isolated myself at home. For three days, I didn't even see my family. So but you, you didn't at that point. You didn't think it was anything, right? Or you didn't think it was like because obviously the media was already talking about it. But like, you, were you like? But you gotta. But you gotta remember when it happened to me, it was only like five thousand deaths, and there was only like I mean five thousand cases, and there was only like twenty deaths. So you, don't you know what I mean? Think it's Corona. No, I did. I did oh, because did. I, I I'm overprotective. You know, I watch oh, the news all the time. So I was like, look. I was in New York because then I saw all these cases coming out of New York. Yeah. So I was in New York. And if any of you guys, I, I see a lot of people checking in online. If any of you guys got questions for us or questions for me, feel free to reach out. I'll put your questions up. But um, I saw I saw this news. And so I go, I felt a little, um, I felt like um, just not well. I had a bad migraine, right? It was a yeah. bad migraine. And I, I was just tired. Like really, really tired. But more than that, my body was just aching. Like it was just aching so bad. So I quarantined myself and my fever got up between like a hundred point five to a hundred and two at my house. But I was like, look, I'm gonna break this. I'm not going to the hospital. I can beat this. And then the fourth day, bro, I couldn't breathe. I was like, <gasps> like for like hours I was doing that. But as soon as I started, my wife called 911. So 911, uh, the ambulance had to come to my house and take me to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So she must have been terrified. Oh, man. 
it was like oh, th- the worst part is is I'm out in the front of the house, ambulances carting me up, and yep. right when I stand up, I'm I can't breathe. I'm I'm just like gasping for air. They put you and, on a stretcher. Yeah, but before I got on a stretcher, I look at the window and my son is crying. Uh, even though he's only three, he knew something was wrong. For sure, the energy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the energy. So he's crying, and I put my hand against. It was like a movie. I put my hand against the window. He put his hand, and dude, I'm heartbroken, but I can't breathe. So they uh, put me on the gurney, uh, put me, no, actually they didn't get a gurney because they wanted me to walk to stay upright because you can't, the worst thing to do is go on your back when you're going through. So they walked me to the, or kind of carried me a little bit to the ambulance and had me sit up. They took me to the hospital and. Well, Question: Are the are the paramedics now? Are they wearing masks and gloves? Yes. So the paramedics were uh, wearing uh, masks, gloves. They sat me down first and tried. They put oxygen right on me right away. They knew something was wrong, you know. So they put oxygen on me right away. I started gasping for air, and uh, literally they looked at me and they knew, they knew. Like I had from what we've heard and what we've, we've been seeing, this is it. This is it, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna take you to the emergency room, uh, and please stop me, Michael, if you uh, have any questions, because you know I really want to dig deep into this. And when I'm telling the story, I may miss some stuff. You well, know? if you get short of breath, I'll stop you so you can take. <laughs> yeah, it and that and that's the thing. Right now, I still get short of breath. It's not like short of breath as like because I'm clear. I've been cleared by all the doctors. I don't it's have been it. almost a month. Yeah, but. <clears throat> Once we get, do you have it? No, you no, come no, no. And do, what's this wrong? <laughs> you? Just, you, you, you get in your head, you know, you're, just, you're thinking and stuff. Like, uh, you're just stuck inside <laughs> a little bit. I don't have it. I start sweating. I know you start sweating, no, migraines. You, you can't even go out in public. Like, if you go somewhere and you like even like clear your throat, you feel like you're, it's, oh, it's awful. You can't even. Oh, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they put me in the ambulance, oxygen on the face. The guy in the ambulance is talking to me, you know, saying it's going to be okay. They try to make conversation with you, which was weird because I can't talk. Like, I can't even breathe. I'm like, "Ah, ah, ah." and he goes, what do you do? I go, I'm come (laughs) He goes, because, you know, my last name is not yo. That's my middle name. Yeah. And he goes, what's your name? I tell him my name. While I'm in the ambulance, he's looking up my clips. (laughs) True story. Literally looking up my clip and he watched one where I did about my mom. He goes, oh, that's some funny shit. Yeah, you're pretty good. Yes. While I'm in the end, but it made me laugh. I would have been like, dude, unplug me. (laughs) No, (laughs) but it it, it brought some levity, though. You know, it made me laugh. And I think as a comic, you know, we joke around about a lot of stuff. But what really makes us feel better as comics is a great laugh, no matter no matter what. So. I get to the hospital, man, and I see all the comments. Thank you so much. I'm going to put some of these comments up there uh, in a little bit. But um, I get to the hospital. Boom, they drop me off. As soon as I get there, uh, the guy that's with me in the ambulance takes me out, and everybody, all these doctors come around, and they go, oh, yeah, he definitely got it. So they took me into this room, isolated room, because they had tents at that time. You know, this, co- what, what's the date at this time? 
Well, I don't want to get in. Well, oh, okay. I don't, yeah, yeah. I really don't want to get into the dates because because uh, <coughs> I don't really remember. I oh, mean, no, it was no. like less than a month ago. Like yeah. I can't remember it's, the exact date. Before lockdown, though, right? It's before all oh, that. Oh, hundred percent. This was yeah, yeah. weak. Like I put it like I this. I feel like you were the, one of the first people. Yeah. Yeah. Put it like this. I was. See, I can't even remember that. But I know when I checked in. They rolled me into this room by myself, and the and the nurse came in and goes, "You're our first Corona uh, um, patient." Wow! So that's how early it was. I was their yeah. first one. I was their first one. And like I'm saying, if you're watching this, look, we got this on YouTube Live and Facebook Live. If you're watching it, leave a comment. If you have a question for me, the only questions I'm not going to answer are medical because I'm not a doctor. So I don't want to get anybody hopes up about any drug or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, but I see all the comments coming in. So, um, but they roll me in, they say, you're our first patient. So the first thing they do, Corona patient, is they x-rayed my lungs uh-huh. and uh, they get my results back. The doctor comes in and I go, doc, am I gonna, well, you know, I'm still like, uh, uh, I go, doc, am I gonna be okay? And he goes, looks me right in the eye and goes, well, it's going to go really good or it's going to go really bad and we'll know in two days. And then he goes, plus, you can't see any family members. Like literally was straight up, told me that. Like, and and it just, for the first time in my life, you know, I was like, oh, I could die here. Like wow. I, I could die. And he wasn't giving me, giving me any reassurance that I wasn't because he was honest. He goes, yo, which is better. I think you want, I that, think right? so. I think so. Because what it does is you start reaching out to, like I reached out to my dad and my mom and my parents knew it was, um, it's the first time I've ever texted my parents. I'm scared. And then wow. they knew it was serious. Like they lost their ish calling the hospital. My wife, I was very, I was, I was very honest with my wife, but I was brutally honest with my parents, yeah. you know, because I didn't want to freak my wife out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you start going through all this stuff in your head. You're like, I could only be around for two more days. And what, and, and you're in the worst pain you will ever feel in your life. So you can't even enjoy the two days, yeah. you know? So I, at that time, it felt like my head was going to explode at the worst migraine I ever had. I had chills. I would go from hot to cold, like, like in a snap. Um, my temperature when I got to the hospital was like one Oh two. I was sweating. Uh, I couldn't breathe. And then the doctor says, we have to move you. So they moved me to ICU and <clears throat> I was in ICU for eight days and they didn't tell me I was going to be all good till the fourth day, fifth day to the fifth day. Because what happened was my first two th- days there, <clears throat> when you have pneumonia and corona, your immune system so weak, your lungs start filling up with fluid. Oh, shit. So in the x-ray, my lungs were already bad. That's why he said two days, because he needed to see if it was going to keep rising or if it was going to go down. So literally I had every tube connected to me. They were shooting me up with so much shit. They were giving me so much stuff like, and um, they got me in the ICU and every morning they would x-ray my chest. And after the fifth day, they finally said everything was like, 
after the third and fourth day, I felt like a little better, but I wasn't sure because they haven't told me anything. Yeah. I mean, they said, but the fifth day they go, okay, everything's like stop. The fluid stopped moving up. It's it's now settled. So that's when they knew I was going to be okay. So, uh, but no man. Go ahead. In those two days when you're like <laughs> when you you were texting everybody. Oh, I like, could I couldn't move. I could the only people I texted was my wife and my parents because I didn't have the energy to do anything else. I sure. didn't eat. Uh they told me to keep turning off the news. But here's what's funny about my whole situation. If I saw something on TV, like the malaria drug, the HIV drug, whatever they're talking about on TV, <laughs> literally, literally 30 minutes to an hour later they would be giving me that so oh, wow. <clears throat> i'm gonna be very and I, this they is not just they were finding out information as they were going yeah i was the first patient yeah, so yeah. what was good about that is i got all eyes on me look i don't drink i don't do drugs so i was like a perfect uh yeah. candidate to take any drug they got sure. you know i'm super healthy and um I felt, you know, in a in a in a good way though. I felt like a guinea pig. Yeah. Because I was they gave me everything like they were like it could have been good or bad. Like they gave me the malaria drug that you hear all this talk about. And I don't want to make this political, so please don't send me emails about this. So this is the one Donald Trump promotes. <clears throat> they gave me that for a day and a half. And at the same time, they started me on the malaria drug. They started me on the HIV drug. Uh-huh. After a day and a half, they stopped the malaria drug because they said my body, they don't feel the where I was in my diagnosis, that it was good for me at that point. Uh-huh. But the HIV drug, I believe I took the whole time and my head was hurting so bad. They had to give me morphine, like wow. like just for just for my headache. Here's what's crazy: I've never had morphine, right? So, <clears throat> I I've heard about it, but I've never had it. And they go, "This will knock out any pain." My headache was so bad; they gave it to me. I felt ten seconds of relief, and it was back full. Oh full. wow! That's how. And then they gave me, and then like a, a couple hours later, they gave me another one. And then it started like as soon as they put morphine in, like in me, I'm talking about my experience. It yeah. made me really hot and I started sweating. So I don't know if I had an allergic reaction, but they were like, this is going to take out any pain for a while. And it was literally the two times they tried. It, and then I told them to stop giving it to me because I, I didn't like it at all. Literally 10 seconds of relief or no relief at all when they gave it to me. Jeez. That's how bad my pain was. It was it was. It was crazy, man. And then you're yeah. sitting in bed and I know the doctor told me it's going to go really good or really bad, but I never told my wife that, you know, I was always positive with my wife because I oh, didn't want her to fine. worry. Cause she, yeah, 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 for sure. She's, she's, um, you know, she's taking care of the kids, man. I don't want to stress her out even more. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so yeah. uh, I want to put a comment up here. Says happy to see you recovering nicely. Do you think the health scare will be at the core of your next special? You know what? I think so. Uh, like I've already, I, I think it's important, like as a comic, and I want to get your opinion on this, Michael. As a comic, it's kind of we take our life experiences and we take the funny moments 
and we take the serious moments and give it levity so an audience can enjoy our journey. Cause that's what comedy is now. It's our journey. Yeah. Like in those moments when you thought you were going to die, I didn't get any texts from you. So that's, that's something to think about. Well, because I'm not that close to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like you that much. Maybe that's it. Maybe well, that's whatever it. though. Whatever. But it's, funny. No. it's funny when everything was going down, you start texting people cause you can't see anyone and you're just like checking in on them. Yeah. And that's what I was going through. And I was like, Oh, let me check up on yo. Had no idea. Yeah. Had no idea. And then, you know, you sent me the picture. I was like, what? And yeah. In the hospital bed. But then I was like, well, if he's sending a selfie, he, he, he should be, he, he should be better at least. I sent you the selfie. That was, I don't know if at that point was that like probably day six or seven. Yeah, that was, that was day six. And here's what's interesting is when I put out that video that yeah. a lot of people saw on my Instagram, that was like eight days after I got out of the hospital. Yeah. So, so people think, oh, that's happened, right? No, I still, I couldn't even talk when I got out of the hospital for like six or seven days. Wow. Like it was bad, bro. So I'm sitting in this hospital going, yo, I may die and, and never see, because they told me I can't see my wife. I can't see my kids again. And people, you know, I don't want to get to specifics about the hospital, but you know, people are dying alone, man. And it just yeah. enrages me that some selfish people in the world today are walking around and there are so many self, there, there's so many people that are selfless. They're putting their lives on the line, on the front line, nurses, doctors, et cetera, grocery yeah. store workers, essential workers, front, uh, first responders. They're all putting their lives on the line. And I'm in a place where people are dying alone. And yeah. it just, it's like, why, like, like, why wouldn't you just wear a mask? Why wouldn't you try to be as safe as possible? Because I understand in February, a lot of people didn't know, like February is, I think when it broke or the beginning of March or middle of March, they said you could be asymptomatic and, and, um, carry the virus, you know, but you don't show any symptoms. Yeah. So I looked at my wife and go, oh, well, and they told the only people that should wear masks are people that have symptoms, which sounded fucked up to me. It's like, if you're telling me people are walking around with no symptoms that can give it out, why wouldn't you just have everybody wear a mask? That yeah. didn't make sense to me at all. So right away, they I told my wife just to start. didn't know, yeah. Well, they, no, you they did know though. But I think they, well, at one point, weren't they like, <clears throat> the masks don't help. It only helps prevent people from spreading it remember they they were like yeah but they changed that now yeah okay. so like well, let me ago. let me ask you this mike this is a very this is and this is never addressed on the news so please if you're watching this or listening to this you can email me at michael yo show at gmail.com or leave a, a a comment on the side if they're telling people they're asymptomatic and have no signs of the virus but can give it out why wouldn't you just tell everybody to wear a mask at that point? Because the people that think they're fine are not wearing masks and they're and they're spreading it. They're saying only people with symptoms wear a mask. That I yeah. mean, so, so it, it, it that didn't make any sense at the beginning. I looked at my wife. I go, this does not make any freaking sense at all. No, You're saying no, people can yeah. walk around and just give it out and not show symptoms. And the only people that should wear masks 
are the people with something that just didn't yeah. sound right. That just it sounded like the gov like every and like I said, I'm not political. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. this thing sounded like it, people didn't know what they were doing. No, you know, but just that not, statement. Not, yeah. Not, now you, if you're not wearing a mask, you'll get fined. At least out here in Cali. To me, you should. And look at our yeah. curve compared to other people's. Yeah, curve. yeah, yes. Yeah. So like I think San, San I think killing it. What's the What's the name of the, our uh, governor? Newsom. I think his name is New. I I I, I don't know his name, but. He's a really good looking guy. All I know is that he looks like an actor. But anyway, he I am so thankful for him and our mayor because we're ahead of the curve on everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we are very lucky. Uh, Mary Chapel Davy says, yeah, it didn't make sense to her either that about the whole mass thing. It just didn't. Gavin Newsom. Thank you, yeah. Terry Solaris. Right. Gavin Newsom is the uh, governor. He is doing an incredible job, man. He's yeah. just crushing it. But, you know, <clears throat> I'm no. at the hot. Go yeah. ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. But I'm at the hospital and literally every two hours I had IVs in me. They were pumping up, just pumping me up with stuff. I don't even know what it was. They yeah. had me in oxygen. And here's what's interesting. Well, you'll find out what it is. You'll get it in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? When they send like the the, the, the bill, bill of all the things, they're like, oh, we get well, like, yeah. vitamin C, $3,000? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but here's what's interesting is, thank God for my doctor. Here's yeah. the problem with me saying dates in the hospital I was at is because I'm going to eventually write jokes about what happened inside the hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to get anyone in trouble. And actually, the stuff I'm saying now, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this. So if I said the doctor's name, he can get in serious trouble. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to say <laughs> real name. So all I can tell you is I was the first patient at this place. So I'm in there and I look at the doctor like when I'm really bad about a day that night of the first night I was in there. I thought I was going to die. The pain was so bad. It's almost like, and I hate to say this, it was so bad. If they if they had an eject button on life, I might have pushed it. Like it was that bad. Like, ah, uh, it was the worst I've ever felt in my life. And I've been in several car wrecks, you know, in bad car wrecks. This was, and the thing is. It felt like your body was just shutting down. Like your head feels like it's going to explode. Your body's cold and hot. You, you just can't. Well, I mean, you, you were dying. I, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I, every, is happening to everyone, essentially, is like their body is dying. It's just, I shut think down. That, that's why they're giving the HIV pill. It helps them like get the immune system back. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a doctor, so I ain't going to say nothing on that. But yeah. I do know, I do know, I felt like I was going to die that night. I asked the doctor, should we think about a ventilator? He looks at me and goes, if you put a ventilator on, we're doing everything we can to keep you away from a ventilator. Because if you go on a, ven uh, a ventilator, it's pretty much over. Because you got to remember people. Yeah, I didn't know that. When you told me that, that's crazy. I was thinking. <laughs> because you got to think about yeah. it. A ventilator means you can't breathe for yourself fully without staying alive. That is the last, that is your lifeline. That's the last, that is the last thing they want to do is put you on a ventilator because it means you can't breathe for yourself. So he did, I remember one night, I think it was my first night or 
it was like the second day in the afternoon <laughs> where I was still feeling awful. Or it might have been the second night. I I got a hundred and three point five fever or a hundred and three point eight. Like and it was literally I, I can't even explain the pain I was going through. It was oh it was so bad. And for so for two days, I didn't know if I was gonna make it or not. And the doctors wouldn't reassure me I was. And so I'm sitting there at 103.8. You know, and the doctor was like, we got it. We'll bring it down. So as soon as it got up that high, they would shoot me down. They would give me something. It would go down. And then it would, I was averaging and staying about a hundred to 102 for like four, like the whole time till you, like and four you, days. And you can't sleep during this, right? You can't oh, like sleep, No right? way you can sleep. There is so no way you can sleep. You're just up the whole time. <clears throat> oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting questions. Uh, let's put this one up. Were you able to see the faces of the doctors and nurses? No. I mean, here's another, it's not a problem because they have to, thank you, uh, Melanie. Here's the problem with being in there is that um, every time you hit the call button, like for instance, they gave me something and I had allergic reaction to it. And I could, I just lost it. I was like screaming. I don't know what they gave me, but a very bad allergic reaction. And I hit the call button. But the problem is, you know, they got to protect themselves. It takes like six minutes to get in the room because they have to put everything back on. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not immediate. It's not like they just walk in. They have to put on all the gear again. You're like in a movie. Oh, so I'm like, like freaking out, shaking, bad uh, reaction. And I'm like, where are they? And it's just that, you know, it, it, it it's just a thing where, you know, they got to protect themselves. So well, yeah, because they got to help everyone else. So they got to yeah. help everyone else, you know, so it was. Uh, and it's it, funny, the ventilator thing's interesting, because what all you hear about in the news right now is the ventilator. So you're thinking like, man, everybody needs them to survive. So it's interesting to hear that Oh, the ventilators is your last resort. You well, don't want yes. to be on a ventilator. Now, I don't want to say that for everyone, but what my doctor told me, and I believe in New York, they have some research on this. And please, I may misquote things, but their death rate, once you get on a ventilator, is like 80%. And anyone in the comments can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's yeah. not, it, basically, it's the last resort. Yeah. You so know, so some of the questions coming in, we kind of hit hit on those questions earlier in the episode. So if you just if you're just joining us, you could uh, they can go back and watch from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, they can do that. Or you know the uh, the podcast is going to come out tomorrow. You can get it wherever you you listen to podcasts. Yeah, um, just want to throw that because I feel like there's new people joining. Yeah, there's new people joining and finding out. We, we 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 went over some of that stuff already. So. Yeah. So Lady T Moore asked, "Did I lose weight?" From being in a hospital. Unfortunately not, but yeah. Yeah, no, actually, (laughs) uh, I lost weight. I lost about 13 to 14 pounds, but I will tell you this, you know, people kind of joke about it. (laughs) It is the worst pain you will ever go through to lose weight, and I wouldn't suggest it. So, you know, it, it was, yeah, I lost weight, and I was just begging to stay alive so I could eat some real food. Like, I couldn't even eat food in there. All I ate for eight days was jello and i didn't even eat that much i couldn't even eat what was was your first meal when you got back how about that 
pizza. Like when I first, but when I first got back, I really couldn't eat because I didn't have an appetite. But the first time I ate ate food, yeah, 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 it was pizza. I had to get pizza. Why not? Yeah, yeah, I love pizza. So pizza's my jam. So that was my first meal back. So yeah, um, it Man, was. You, you probably start to appreciate things you never <laughs> even thought about before this, huh? Yeah, like waiting. Like, uh, you know, it's a thing where. My friend was like, oh, so I'm running late. We were supposed to do this, like, um, just call or something. And I'm just like, yo, I'm alive, whatever. You know, that's my mindset of on everything. I'm alive. I don't care. Yeah. You know, like, even I, it's, it, it's, I've been writing new material and I can already tell it started in the new material. You know, yeah. I used to care about an image of comedy I have. Now I can already see it kind of shifting where I'm just going to tell my honest, true story yeah. and don't care. You yeah. know, that's, you know, but I'm still good. not the dude that's going to stir up a lot of stuff, but I'm going to tell my truth. Yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And that's I already true. feel that. Uh, I already feel that that's actually happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, I like this question right here. Where'd it go? Alan says, in hindsight, uh, what were your first symptoms? Throat tickle, nausea, running nose, unexplained chills. I think it was... Thanks for the question. Now, I think it was for me. No, I know it was. It was the terrible headaches and it was the the chills going from hot and cold. And I was like, this is not good. You know, like right away, I was like, there's something going on because it, it feels here's the thing. If you get it, it just feels different than anything else you've ever gotten. Uh -huh. You know, like it doesn't like I don't. And the thing is, but from what my observation, everybody just ha it's it's like there are similar symptoms. It seems like, but everybody has, is having a different experience. So it seems like there's not, from what I've been hearing, there's not like a specific thing that if you have this, this, and this, that means no. you have it. Like everybody's body is reacting to it differently and beating it differently. Like yeah, my my wife had a fever for a day. My kids had a fever for a half a day. So they could have had it, could it not? But it's uh, it's a thing where, yeah, you know, we won't know till they get tested, and who knows what that'll be. But even today, here's the thing: is I, I want everybody to take away from this. Since things are changing all the time, to this day, like I've been out of um, quarantine for 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 a while, and I still wear a mask around my family because I don't hundred percent trust that everybody can be over something. Or, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I went an extra 10 days after quarantine, and I still wear a mask around my family just in case. Everywhere yeah. I go, I wear a mask, even though every single doctor I've went to, I've had three doctors call me. Everyone's cleared me. Uh, I've taken a test. I'm cleared. So it's a thing where uh, I just, I don't know, the whole mask thing really threw me. You know what I mean? Where don't wear a mask and it just doesn't make sense. And I think since it's always changing, you got to be extra careful. So to me, even if you get home and the doctors clear you and then you do do decide to get around your family, I was still for a couple of weeks. Like I still got like a week and a half left. I'm wearing a mask. So I'm going to go almost, God, a month and a half. Just... Just I'm 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 around my family, but I'm still playing it safe because yeah yeah because I don't know if they got it or not. Well, and, yeah, I mean, if, with that traumatic experience, sure. You know what's crazy is also another thing. I can't believe they don't test people before they leave the hospital. 
Like, like, how do you know they've actually beaten it? You know, like, are you sure that you you don't you don't you sure they like how you sure they did it? What do you mean? No, because I had to pay for a test to find out. Like oh. they they just let me go and said you're fine. Did so, you have your whole family tested too while you were in the hospital? Like, did they like? Well, you, you can't. Like, my wife has two kids at home, and she's not going to go to a place where. Sure. You know what I mean? So yeah, she didn't get tested. But I, I'm surprised that like right now, like if the paramedics went to a place and they're like, oh, he's definitely got it. Like quarantine the house and make sure everyone who's in that house is tested so that they don't leave and spread it. You know what I oh, mean? My, my wife didn't leave the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that makes sense. Yeah. But they don't have enough, te- as I understand. Like I said, I don't want to get. Back back then they didn't. I think <laughs> back then. Well, they yeah. still don't. Like, oh, yeah. you, like they still don't have a, like, here's the thing. There's doctors going back to work without getting tested wow if they still have it i don't know i don't know i think if you get released before you get released you need to know if you have it or not you know yeah and and, yeah we still don't know if you can get it again or you can't get it. well that's the question terry just asked uh do you worry that they don't know enough about the virus and you could get it again i mean the thing we're learning is they're treating this virus like any other virus. I mean, it's it's more deadly, but the rules are the same, you know? And I did take what you hear about right now is this immunity test they're taking. And what that shows is if you have immunity to the virus. So what they found out in my immunity test, and I had to pay for this on my own too. Wow. So, and there are a lot of fake tests out there, but luckily after this whole experience, I made a lot of doctor friends. And what it shows is I have long immunity because mine was so bad. I have long immunity. They said like years of immunity against um, against this uh, virus. So in a couple of weeks, I plan to give plasma, you know, so to to other people fighting this. So I just got to get a, approved. They said they wanted me to be all clear for like like a month month and a half or something like that you know not the doctors all clear but the test all clear so you're kind of like a superhero now (sighs) yeah 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 i I, I hate to admit it but you're a superhero i guess in a way well we'll see we'll see but man i tell you it was the worst experience of my life and and we're still learning about how is it for you because you haven't had it we don't think like, how is it for a person that doesn't have it, like, walking around L.A. and stuff like that? I mean, I've been, like, I'll still go out and exercise. Like, I, I went yesterday, and I, like, went on a, a long walk and, and run. There was There's still, like, people – you see a lot of people exercising, especially yesterday was Saturday, and they're, like, on a walk and run. But everybody has masks or gloves. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've just been at home, and, I mean, I go to, I've gone to the grocery store. I still touch my face, obviously. Yeah, you do. And um, I mean, I go on a like little walks with my dog, but I mean, I haven't done anything really. Like, I, like, I are don't you even... noticing more people have masks on when you walk? Everybody does at this point. Oh, good, 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 it's good. Almost everybody. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing where I remember when I first got out of hospital, and this was only like two and a half weeks ago. Well, no, this was a while when I get out of hospital. Probably about I can't remember days. Probably like three and a half weeks ago four weeks ago something like that anyway when i first got out of hospital um nobody had mask on 
And it just made oh, yeah. me so upset. Even when they made the call, even when the president was like, you got to wear a mask, people still didn't wear it. But I'm glad our governor broke it, broke it down. I was like, I, I think they need to have signs that say no mask, no service. Like it's now, to that point right now. Do you, you know? think that, do you think that even <clears throat> when, when we're back, maybe like, let's say it's June or July, like that when, when society's back, America's back, that we'll still be wearing masks and gloves. I so, hope not in a comedy club. You won't hear the laughs. It just, but I don't think we'll be having like comedy shows right away. I think that will be the last thing to come back. Like, I think uh, people will be going to work, but like, will the people be going to work? Are they going to be wearing masks and gloves? And well, then if, if comedy shows are going on, it's like small. Yeah. Spread well, out. if you go to work, if you go to work, you they should have to test you. That should be a law. Like, you got to get tested before you go back to work. You know, and I'm not just talking about temperature. I'm talking about like the immunity test. They need to do the immunity test uh, and find out if you're immune to it, you know, and if you yeah. can spread it. Because that test shows you if you can spread it or not, or if you have immunity and how long your immunity is, you know, so, or just take a normal Corona test. They got these things where you can do it in 15 minutes. Take that, you know, but there's people will also start being like, if someone's out, like when, when, when this is all back, even months after this, and if someone's like kind of sick at work, people are going to like be, will get really mad at you now. Like they'll be like, what are you doing? Absolutely. Like it, it will be like a serious, like uh, or, people will be or, extremely or, offended. People, or, might, people might get canceled in Hollywood for going out for being sick. <laughs> or they might not because they think they're immune. Maybe because everybody at work will be immune. So, but hopefully nobody will go to work. Yeah. Uh, nobody will go to work that, that has it. So I, I really feel like I'm down for, you know, I, I have a couple friends I would shake hands with, but like random people, I don't know. I'm not down for handshakes. Well, we were always just after shows, we were always doing this anyway. So it does like that before this. So yeah, now, before this. So now I'm, ba- we're bowing. I'm, we're yeah. bowing. Dude, we're not, I'm not, yeah. Are you saying we're all Asian? We're just like, yeah. Hey, they head of the game right there. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I don't think a handshake will be a, a business norm for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like business etiquette, like, you know what I mean? Hi, nice to meet you. Like, I don't think people are going to be doing that for a, a, a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I, it's just, I think a lot of things we're gonna, are, are going to change after this. And people are like, we, we need to get back to normal really quick. And to me, we just need to beat this virus. And I know a lot of people struggle. I'm struggling. But after almost, you know, going through my ordeal and feeling like I'm going to lose my life to it, it's like a thing where I would not want anyone else to ever go through this again. So and, yeah. and I'm just trying to, my thing is, if you remember anything I say, just remember, there's so many people being selfless. And for you to be selfish at this time and don't take the right precautions by wearing a mask, you know, just going out and and, and spreading it, people are risking their lives for us. You could be hurting your family members or other people's family members. And that's just not right, man. That's just not right. People are dying alone. I mean, or, or God, you hear all the stories about like people are saying goodbyes over walkie talkies, cell phones or FaceTime. I mean, yeah. like, why would you want to be a part of that? Why would you want to be the person that spread it? Because you thought you were too cool for a face mask, 
Yeah, that's the, that's the only question I ask. You know, it's like stop being so selfish when people are being so selfless right now. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want to spread. That's it, Michael Lenoche. That's the good. That's the only good thing to spread from you right now. Yes. Yes, that's the only good thing to. We spread. don't want you spread. We don't want anyone spreading anything but that. But your yeah. me- but your message. Yeah. Um, we're gonna wrap this up, but I do want to give a quick shout out on a totally change switching gears here. Chris Alia special uh, will oh, yeah. be coming out on Tuesday, April fourteenth. Yep. On Tuesday on Netflix, correct? Yep, that's the one. And what's it called? Michael Lenoche, his best friend. It's called No Pain. Uh-huh. Okay. Were you there when he recorded it? Yep. I I the reason it's so good is the reason the audience is so hot is because of this guy right here. You know? Oh, did you uh, did you actually go up before he I, Yeah, I warmed them up. So you warmed up the crowd, that's why they were so good? Yeah, so that's the reason, you know, they're they're so good. <laughs> How'd you do that night? Did you crush? Yeah, I mean, dude, the uh, that was my first time ever at a special taping, and I think the 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 audience buys it. Like, they're just excited too. You know what I mean? Like, it's a cool experience for everyone there. So, like, everybody's in a good mood. You're, you're, I'm in a good mood. You know, it's not me being taped, so it's like I get to like, you get to kind of be real. But did you feel pressure to actually set the tone for the night? I mean, it's just like I knew I would. You know how his crowds are. It's just yeah. like, and then, I, but it was cool to like go, come out and be like, "What's up?" So here's the deal, guys, because you get to kind of like pull back the curtain a little bit and be like, "Yo, so we're shooting a special." So no, you're you're saying rules, and then like, yeah. I, I forgot what joke I had a joke to go in before I did my set to like make fun of people or something like that that got them like really laughing and stuff. But it was uh it was a it was a fun night and uh, a special night and he said it's his favorite special. Now so. I know you've seen every Crystalia show uh because you're there. Would you did you watch it when he did it? Because you know when we go around with the same comedians, we kind of like not listen to their whole set. Did you actually sit down and watch him do the special or well, did you I mean, hang backstage like normal? We I mean there was two there was two uh two shows so i i caught i would go back and forth like throughout both but like you know there was a lot of people around so we're like going downstairs making a drink hanging out with buddies eating but yeah i was walking around and then there's production so like on stage to the side i don't want to be in anyone's way you know what i mean i'm just like kind of staying out of the way because there's people walking around but i would peek in but also it's like i don't want to like I would peek in from the way back, you know, you you can't peek in from the side anymore because you don't know, like you don't want to be in someone's way, but it looks, uh, it looked really pretty. His his brother directed it. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So, and he, he picked out everything. So he has a good eye for things. So it's, uh, it's, I think it's his uh, stand-up debut for directing. So it gets him in the market. Crystalia Netflix on Tuesday, Michael and Noche stay safe, my friend. See you guys. Be safe. All right. Later.